This week's episode proudly sponsored by Bauer Hockey. The Hyperlite 2 stick has dropped online and in store featuring the newest curve from Bauer, the 90T. That is halfway between a P28 and a P92. So toe drags and top shelf can go together like never before. Check it out in store online. This is the Hockey Life Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Hockey Life Podcast presented by Skaters Network. We are in episode 4 for our special guest, Australia's own Nathan Walker, first Aussie to ever be drafted, play in the NHL, score a goal in his first game. Uh, He's also played in the Spengler Cup, played pro in Czech, Uh, some bit of a cup of coffee in the AHL as well and the East Coast few games for the Australian national team at gold medal at Ginsburg as well with uh, with myself uh, Nathan Walker thanks cool. for joining us in the what pod what an buddy. intro thanks <laughs> for having me guys that was a long one well yeah there's a, there's a, it's a pretty long uh, elite prospects but uh, I think I surmised it uh, as best as I could well they don't have all the um, peewees and Ginsburg stats oh mate if they had right. those stats up they there should. that'd be I feel like Vicky Stevenson's got them in there somewhere they're, like, they're somewhere they're in be the archives somewhere. for sure 100%. Yeah, there's at least like 120 goals in probably like 30-something games, I'd say. That's it. <laughs> Nathan, now off-season, you're back in Australia. What's yep. been going on? Not much, really. Um, just working out, spending time with the family. Uh, you know, nothing too crazy. Just trying to get geared up, ready for the new, uh, the new season that's fastly approaching. Now, who, who have you been uh, training with? Because obviously, usually in years past, you were on the ice, you know, once, twice a week at Canterbury. So what's what's happening now? Uh, yeah, I'm um, just training with the Ice Dogs team out of Macquarie, um, you know, every second Wednesday and Thursday nights. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, there's no no ice availability this year with what's happening with Canterbury and the renovations and everything. So um, yeah, no, it's been a bit tougher this year, but... Been um, finding a way to manage. Have you done any of those uh, 10 p.m. sessions lately, or do you do you skip those ones? I don't do the 10 p.m. <laughs> ones. No, <laughs> I don't blame you, buddy. Be getting back here uh, at yeah, midnight with yeah. two kids in the morning. That's uh, a rough yeah. one to do. That's why I just do every second. Every second Wednesday. Yeah, gotcha. So, I mean, Nathan, speaking of kids, two kids now. Yeah. Banks and Winter. Talk, talk to me about being a dad with two kids. Is it yeah. is it slightly harder than having one, or is it a lot harder than having one? I think if you have regular kids, it's just maybe slightly harder. But with our kids just being as nuts as they are, it's it's quite hard. Well, they're half walkers, um, so they're gonna they're, exactly they're, they're right. gonna be exactly. buzzing around. They're gonna have a lot of energy. They get it from my wife for sure. <laughs> um, no, it's good. It's uh, she's shooting daggers at you right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. They um, it's hard. I mean, yeah, having kids is hard. It's. You know, you realize that you, you know, their trust in their life is actually in your hands. And, um, you know, if you don't chase them around the whole day with food, they're probably not going to eat. So it's, um, it's tough, but it's good. I mean, it keeps you on your toes. I'm fortunate enough where I can, you know, say I've got to go work out for five hours a day and yeah. um, kind of have my own alone time for a bit. But yeah. uh, no, it's good. Um, Taylor obviously does an amazing job with the kids and, and looks after them really well, looks after myself and um no it's, it's good it's good having the kids and like what was the like the the thing that you learned more about yourself as you sort of become a dad like are you seeing some things in yourself in your kids now or like just the like behavior type things um i thought i was patient until they came along right the patience yeah. kind of uh 
You're working on it. Slowly wears. Yeah, no, I'm working on it. No, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's pretty good. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, I got a few soft spots every now and then, especially for uh, for winter. But uh, yeah, no, I don't think there's been too much change. Okay. I'm uh, actually recently a father myself. Thirteen weeks now, and the biggest thing that I (laughs) couldn't uh, and I had to really grasp was. You know, just from that mindset before you have kids is like, okay, yeah, we'll leave at 10 and then we'll get there by 11 and, yep, perfect. And then it's like packing the car takes five times as long. Maybe the baby's not ready, so then it yeah. waits. And then when you're driving, then you've got to stop. So I've right. realized now you just kind of got to – you just got to be like five hours ahead. Like you just got to be thinking five hours ahead. That's Whatever you true, say, yeah. just yeah. aim for earlier, but you know that you're going to be like way later for everything. That's true. Yeah, I mean, a big thing for us is we'll say, you know, see you at 10. <laughs> but we could be there at 9.30 saying, well, where are you? We said to see you at 10. But then we could be there at 10.30 saying, we have yeah. two kids. What do you want us oh, to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's kind, of, it's kind of a win-win for us having two kids because we can always just play that game where it's like, we have two yeah, kids. What do you want you us get, to do? Yeah, so the if we're super back. early, it's good. That's, yeah. What is the exact allotment of time that you can put with two kids? Is that one hour <laughs> each? I think, oh, go away with. I think it's 30 each side. I think if you do any more, I think it's kind of pushing it. Um, I think if you're 30 minutes late, it's probably not a good look. But with yeah. two kids, you know, 15 minutes each kid. People can understand. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Three kids, you could probably bump it up to, you know, 45 yeah, and then yeah. that should probably cap it out there if you're 45 yeah. minutes late probably should just, should yeah. just having that many kids yeah, was your home, problem yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly right yeah get, get a diary or something plan it out ahead yeah yeah no but you're right like you you know the one day you say all right well banks might wake up at 10 o'clock and we'll go to the cafe and meet mum and dad for whatever but the one day he doesn't wake up at 10 he wakes up at 11 kind of ruins the whole doesn't ruin the whole day but you know you you they have their routines and you think that you know their routines. You have to work around them. Yeah. And the then time. so you, you plan on their routine happening like it has for the last six months. Yep. And then all of a sudden it changes. And then yeah. that's when things kind of happen when other people don't understand who don't have kids yet. Yeah. Are like, well, we said 10 o'clock. But it's like, oh, wait, you got two kids now. Really? It's a bit Dude, different. Dude, how, how do I say Yeah, this? we're on a totally different. It's like a totally yeah. different game that we're playing. Like, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. You're not even there. You've got to be way yeah. more flexible and fluid with your time yeah. and, and just, yeah, just be around people that, that understand what's going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> so talk to me about last season with St. Louis. Different, uh, you know, there's a few players that aren't, weren't in the lineup. You know, there's changes happening, kind of. What did it look like from inside the locker room? Like, um, I mean, obviously we didn't have the season we wanted to. I thought we had a really good, really good, really strong team going into it. Um, you know, it was pretty much a similar team to uh, the team we lost to Colorado with, who mm. you know, obviously went on to win the cup. And um, I think our expectations were quite high, and we didn't didn't obviously meet them. And then it kind of, um, I don't want to say unravelled, but I think as the trade deadline approached, and uh, you know, management knew that. We weren't going to be able to make a push. That's when they're kind of, um, you know, looking out for the organization in the long run. Mm. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, that's just what happens. It's a business at the end of the day. And um, if you're not winning, then that's, you know, that's kind of what happens. And everyone kind of figured that out as we went, as we went on. But uh, it, would have, it would have been nice to have another run with those guys because it was, like I said, I thought we had a great team going into it. Mm. And it was just unfortunate the way the season kind of unraveled for us. Who, who from that lineup that ended up moving moving on or being traded do you feel like left the biggest hole in the team that 
was like, wow, that's you realize him not being in the locker room and not being in yeah. the change room that you know that energy was missed. Um, I mean, you could you could say that for all of them. I think they all brought their own unique mm. and special um, talent, not just on the ice but off the ice as well. Um, I mean, obviously, when you you know when you lose your captain, that's that is a big hole too. Um, he was <clears throat> he was very vocal in the room. Um, you know, he was such a good leader, and when he spoke, everyone would stop what they're doing and would listen. And um, you know, I think when you lose a guy like that, it kind of kind of drains you for a little bit. Mm. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, we're all professional athletes, and that's just the way it kind of goes, and, and that was kind of the way it is, and we just had to kind of deal with it like that. So you got any insider news for next season that we can release <laughs> on the podcast right here? <laughs> Break, breaking news. <laughs> you, know as, you know as much as I do. No, um, I got nothing for you, unfortunately. I wish I did, but uh, no, I don't. <laughs> he's just trying to get the podcast go viral. That's, yeah, that's, all yeah. he's, that's all he's looking for. He's looking one for a little clip. One million views overnight. One, one yeah, little clip. Boom. Yeah. Being back in Australia, does it take you back to when you were younger, you know, playing in New South Wales, ice and inline? Does it make you remember those days when, you know, it was the height of the sports within Australia for sure? I mean, it, it seemed like back then, you know, before you went to check that if you were playing ice, you were kind of just playing inline as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we had a rink just five minutes away from here in Caring Bar, Skate Plus, and that was... Um, you know, that was unreal. We, you know, we go play inline in the mornings and then go play ice at night. And then on the Sunday, we do the same thing. My, my older brother would play and yeah. it, was, um, it was sweet. And then, you know, if you look from when I was five years old to now, the amount of rinks and inline rinks that have kind of just disappeared and got shut down, knocked down, whatever, it's, it's scary. I mean, it, you know, you think ice hockey in Australia is on the uprise, but at the end of the day, it's... It's not really. I, I don't know what the numbers are. I don't know how many players are registered from then to now. But mm. um, you know, I can name you know I can name a bunch of rinks on my hand. You know that are gone that were there uh, 20 years ago. Yeah. And it's like you look at Blacktown Ice Rink. Like that was the hub for me, anyways. Yeah, same. That here. was the hub of, of New South Wales ice hockey. That was it. You know, if you kind of went anywhere, you kind of went through that rink and the amount of tournaments that were there, the amount of you know championships that we won. Um, in even Blacktown, the, even was, the private coaching that they offered as exactly well, right, like yeah. they had t so much time for hockey players. It felt like more than than the other rinks. Um, if, if we, I feel like we were kind of lucky to come through that rink at that time. Yeah, because yeah. we had such a like a special group of people that not only ran the rink but were part of the organization as yeah. well. And they actually cared about the people coming through that rink, and they wanted. They wanted kids to come and get better and, do, like you said, do the private lessons and learn how to play hockey the proper way and not just, you know, give them a stick and a puck and skates and say, you know, come on, kids, let's figure it out. Why can't you do this? Why, yeah. can't, you, why can't you shoot the puck like this? Why can't you do that? Because they're not getting taught. Mm. But there I, I felt like it was, you know, and you go back to the Wilsons who, you know, ran the rink and it was, they were, it was unbelievable, you know, right down from, you know, John to Willow. Yeah. Um, everyone who was involved in that was, it was unreal. And I think that's what's lacking in New South Wales. I can't speak for the other states. Obviously, mm. I think Melbourne's doing pretty well with, with their rink and, yeah. and whatnot. But, um, you know, I think New South Wales is definitely lacking that, those, you know, the rinks that they had. You know, is Penrith, Penrith is shut down no, too? Yeah, Penrith. Yeah, so yeah. Penrith got, um, yeah, they shut down because they got a new ownership and they didn't want to keep it running as a rink. 
And now that owner is selling that property again. So it's literally just a gutted shell of what it There was actually, was. I saw a petition to try and get people together to buy yeah. that. But I mean, wasn't it already converted to a warehouse by that point? Or uh, didn't he pull everything I th- out? I think they, put, they poured concrete and then they just, they gutted all the, the mm. rink stuff out of there. Because um, I think that was part of the sale. I think they put some concrete on where the sand was and that's it. They just put a new coat of paint yeah. in, in, in I'll play center. roller there. I'm fine with that. Like, well, if you like, just want to turn around like, and even do roller it. hockey, like... Yeah. yeah. There's only one rink. I mean, because that was... Back in the day, there was... It was that leagues, was man. You, you were going every weekend league, somewhere yeah. else. There, there was, was teams. Divisions. There was under 10s. Yeah. yeah. You know, platinum, gold, silver. Well, there was yeah. actual leagues in the in the... Age groups. There was yeah. different leagues in the age groups. And on the weekend, you'd like roll into an inline thing. rink and there was games gone. There was people yeah. everywhere. Everyone's rollerblading around yeah. between yeah. their games. With no Dude. roof on and yeah. you'd be yeah. playing with your sunnies great. on. It was yeah. sick. That's it was sick. so cool. Yeah. And then it was, like you said, if you played one or the other, you played the other one. Yeah. yeah. And if you and grew up doing this, then you, you, know, you would finish off playing this and yeah. vice versa. And it was sick. Yeah. And so obviously there was, you know, once you went to Czech and, you know, moving to the States, it was you know, ice hockey driven and everything was focused towards that from that point. But what do you think inline and playing inline hockey kind of brought to your game or opened up? Were there any things that were kind of more more easy to pick up there or, or skills that you really were able to hone in that? In I mean, that I think playing inline hockey definitely helps if you want to play ice hockey too. Mm. We're the same like if, you know, if you want to play rugby but you've been kicking a soccer ball for a while, like it's you're still running around and you, that hand-eye coordination that's still going to be there. Mm. Yeah, it's a different sport, you know, don't get me wrong, but at the, the same time... The main components are there. Yeah, like with inline hockey and ice hockey, there's so many similarities where you're, you know, you're skating using the same muscles. You're, you know, you got your head up, your eyes are tracking things the same way you would in mm. ice hockey. You, you know, you stop a little differently and the, the puck's a little different, it's moving a little different. Um, but other than that, it's, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. It's definitely like a more of a possession-based game. It's not that north-south, chip it in. It gives you more of opportunity to hold onto the puck and make plays it does, when yeah. you're playing yeah. in line. And who are the guys that like you looked up to in that sort of the height of the, the inline era um, when you were growing up? Like who are the who are the guys that were that were killing the game back then? I mean, there was obviously Casaselli. Like yeah. he was he was by on the best inline hockey player to yeah. ever come out of Australia, I think. Yeah, 100%. Um, and, you know, I was fortunate enough that he was from here. So, you know, we'd go down to, to practice in the nighttime or whatever, and he would be there just Buzzing doing around, his thing. Yeah. And he'd be like, holy, yeah. this guy's sick. He was so filthy. Like, he's so sick. Yeah. Um, he still got it. I sure. know. Yeah. Like, it's... And then that... And then he transitioned from inline to ice as well. Mm. And then as did all those old inline boys from Skate Plus. They all did the same thing. Yeah. I feel like that... Blacktown dynasty of like a strong ice hockey players and championship teams like they're all playing in line as well yeah exactly well, there was that yeah. massive influx that came in because i i was uh mostly ice during that era because i think my parents were too cheap to get me to inline as well um <laughs> i think they were like eh, playing enough, one sport that's one enough sport yeah yeah the equipment uh, the skates yeah. were enough like we yeah. need to get like put rollerblades on as well um but like i do remember that time when like all you guys started coming through um from all the different like inline clubs like you billy like i mean there's there's so many other guys that we can name yeah, but right. i remember coming through you guys coming in and just like Running the show straight away. Well, I as, think as we, all, came through. we all kind of went to Blacktown, didn't we? Yeah. We all, we all went to Blacktown. Yeah. It was weird how, like, all those, like, even though it was from kind of like different inline clubs, 
yeah. everyone sort of kind of like funneled and make their funneled way over Blacktown, to Blacktown, yeah. which so I was all think for. Who, like out of the Caring Bay area, so obviously like my brother and I, um, like Cam Todd, yep, like Billy. It's kind of like those guys from this area, but then all the guys out west and everything, we all just kind of funneled, like you said, into Blacktown for a bit, and then yeah. And like so we, we, we can thank Inline for making Blacktown the powerhouse that it, that it was back then. Yeah, like yeah, like, yeah we started yeah. tearing it up. I don't think we lost the. I think I think, I think the there was year, definitely the a cor- correlation between playing Inline and having everyone together. Yeah. Because the chemistry on those Blacktown teams were just ridiculous. I was on the losing end with the Bears for a couple of seasons there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, real shame. Yeah, I actually remember. The first Did you try out for the Flies and didn't make it? Was that yeah. what happened? <laughs> it was. You can play, go play for the best. Yeah, try the best. I actually really liked the red jerseys better. That was just for me. I just, I didn't want to go to the Flyers, so I just oh, went to the yeah, Bears. Yeah. I actually remember my first uh, ever seeing you, Nathan. I think, or like coming onto my radar and actually like, like taking notice was we were at an inline tournament. I'm not sure if it was Hawkesbury or it was somewhere. I was walking with Nick Quirk, and uh, Nick Quirk's like, "Oh yeah, there's Nathan. Yeah, he's got the puck." I'm watching, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're just controlling the game. I'll never forget it. You look up the top of the circles, you're moving it around. And Nick's like, man, he's good. I was like, yeah, yeah, he looks pretty good. And he's like, no, no, he's really good. I was like, yeah, I guess. But and like, he's like, he's like, he's playing up two divisions. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah. No, he's 10 he's playing really under good. 14s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's also got a hat trick already. Was, um, those inline tournaments were sick. Because oh. yeah. it would just be one, you'd go to a venue and it would be under all the, tens, all, all the way up groups. to men's and masters. Yeah, and so whatever. games to watch and you're yeah. all there in the stadium. And if, you, and, played, if yeah. you did play in a couple of age groups, you could just play a game, keep your skates on, yeah. you know, wheel around for a bit. Yeah. Um, I think that's what's missing. I think that's what would be great for ice hockey. Mm. And don't get me wrong, I know there's, you know, got to cut the ice and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But if you could do it um, at a venue, I'd just, you know... Kind of Definitely that format it, but... where it's not like yeah. stop and let general session happen for the yeah. rest of the day and then come back and do yeah. it. Like no, a... if you're having a, you know, if you did it at the um, ice house in Melbourne, for example, I know they got two sheets, but the other sheet isn't made for ice hockey. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. There's no glass up or anything like no that. No glass, no. But you could do it, like you don't need glass. Mm. Like every other rink in Australia probably doesn't have you know, glass like they do. No, like there's some, only probably, some like, there's probably like three. Handful do, but you could do it in a sense where if you could have two sheets somewhere, Mm. and do a tournament like that it would be so sick yeah i definitely think it adds something because you know you're there you're watching and you're watching games before your game and just yeah yeah. i was definitely jealous because like i would hear of like you guys like playing all these other inline tournaments um and nationals and all that sort of stuff and then you would be selected for like the national team for like under 12s like you get to go to overseas and play in tournaments overseas as well like I don't know, I think uh, I don't think it was like Billy or something saying met like Walter Gretzky and stuff yeah, like yeah. on tournaments yeah. like that. You you cross paths with some like you have some crazy stories from from going overseas on those tournaments. Like, what do you remember that that sort of sticks to mind as like one of your favorite memories from going on those tournaments at such oh. a young age? I think just going over there, like you said, you got you know you got to you know for coming from Australia, getting to just you know just walk past someone like you said Walter Gretzky, like that's. That's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was I was super young when I played. I would have been like eight or ten years old. So it was yeah. a while ago now. But um, it was cool. Like the same thing though. You go to the you go to the you know the host city. I think we were in. Oh, I'm gonna have a crazy. It was it was in Ontario. I think pretty sure. I'm gotcha, not quite yeah. sure where exactly it was. Um, 
but it was it was sick like you know same concept as inline hockey you got the you know all the age groups there and you could watch the men's team play but you could watch the men's canadian team play against australia for example and yeah. it was like they're good like, yeah they're good like hockey unreal players. yeah it's sick to watch um but i i loved it i thought it was cool like you said you're such a young kid and you get to walk past you know certain people and and see their face and um you know maybe get, if you're lucky enough get something signed off and whatnot but it was it was cool i always enjoyed the inline tournaments and i think if ice could somehow do that yeah because yeah. i definitely enjoy playing a hockey game like just middle of the day like 11 or 12 or 1 p.m you know that's a great time i don't really i don't really enjoy playing a game at 8 30 or like 5 30 in the morning adrenaline yeah. can slowly wear off yeah the time finally yeah. yeah yeah jeez no, I agree. But like, have they ever done um, ice tournaments where it would be, say, the Adams, Peewees and Ginsburg? The no, Adams, so they've Bears? always been spread out throughout the calendar. And I think that probably has something to do with the availability of ice time. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just speculating, but I yeah. know that um, it's still very like segmented in terms of the... Yeah, right. I know Tange had their tournament over in, uh, was it uh, South Australia? Mm-hmm. This year, and oh, then the yeah. freeze was over in Perth, I believe. Now the Ginsburg's over in Melbourne, so they kind of spread them all throughout um, at different times in different states. Um, but that the idea of having them all in that one sort of tournament, um, I think, would benefit those different age groups that are younger, seeing the higher level, yeah, and sort okay. of seeing what that next step sort of looks like. Maybe it's not actually a thing about the general skate. Maybe it's actually that the hotels just can't handle that many kids playing knee hockey in the hallways oh, or in the yeah. foyer. Oh, like they just don't want that. They're like, no, you can't all stay here together. No, everyone get out of the pool. No, no. Amazing. So Nathan, I got a question, right? I mean, you're in there, you're established now in the NHL. What are some key differences that you can kind of pull out from when you first came into the league? to now whether that be kind of analytics or training programs like do you find that the nhl and being in that it's evolving every year or do you feel like it's kind of locked to a certain system i think it's evolving i think um you know now they're doing the puck tracking and the shot tracking during the game and yeah um you know the top speed and all that kind of stuff and um you know as if i was a fan i think that would be really cool to see you know you're watching a game on tv and all of a sudden it pops up this guy shoots a puck and it's 98 miles per hour and you think, well, that's pretty, pretty yeah. cool. And then someone goes down and, um, you know, takes a wrist shot and it's 70 mm. or whatever. Like that, mm. I think that kind of stuff's cool. Um, the top skating, top speed skater and all that kind of stuff, I think is cool as well. Um, in regards to training, I think it's different just kind of which organization you would go to. Right. Um, you know, I've been on teams where it's a lot about um, strength training and then on other teams where it's a lot about cardio. And mm. um, when I was playing in Europe, it was a lot about the cardio and the running and, which wasn't good for me. Um, <laughs> more of a walker myself. <laughs> um, Dad joke. Hey, hey, um, huh? If you didn't catch that one. Yeah. <laughs> play back, play back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go again. <laughs> but um, no, I think just it it's kind of changes. And then, you know, if, if there's a different strength coach or whatever, it's, you know, they approach the game differently than other guys. You know, no one really has Like they the have same. their own philosophies yeah, behind yeah. their training methods. Yeah, and, and you know, they like, like to do this certain exercise a lot more because they right. think it correlates um, to the ice more than this one. And it's, yeah. and it's just, you know, different organizations, I think, have their own guys who kind of will monitor that and change that. And, um, you know, if they're not happy with you, then, you know, you're going to have to either try to get in shape or get stronger and, and all that kind of stuff. Do you sort of like funnel all that information and 
like use the stuff that works for yourself and for your body type and sort of like cherry pick the little things that you pick up along the way in your career to yeah. what works what do you think you? my body type is uh, thick with seven C's <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, Fair enough. I mean yeah we, we, we did a bit of uh, we did a bit of uh, filming of uh, Nathan doing some training in his gym here and um, yeah those shorts were getting pretty tight <laughs> you got a nice pump on. Oh, right, yeah. Um, we had a good view. I try and, yeah, I'll definitely pick everyone's brain. I'll pick players' brains on um, mm. what they do in the summer. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have seen Ryan O'Reilly's training sometimes. Yeah, that's so really you know, cool. It's a bit different, right? And it's, it's, it's like, like gymnastics, gymnastics sort yeah. of. Is that from his dad's input or like where I did that come so, from? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't dived into that too much with him. Um, but I asked him, you know, one, one time when I went back to St. Louis, I asked him about it and he kind of, Gave me a bit of insight and then I was like, oh, yeah, fair enough. You know, it's good balance, makes sense, um, all this kind of stuff. And then you can ask someone else what they do and you can see how things, what guys do, it correlates into their game and how they play. Right. So, I, you know, for myself, I'm, I'm not the biggest guy out there. So, mm -hmm. why, you know, I'm not going to try and push, you know, a big six foot seven demon out in front of the net. No, mm -hmm. I'm going to try to get under him and you know, yeah. get around him and try to use my legs to kind of brace myself instead of push him out of the way. Yeah. Um, you know, so I try to do a lot of agility and speed and quickness and um, plyos and quick, short yeah. movements like that. Um, but that's for me personally. You know, there gotcha, could be yeah. other guys, obviously D-men would do, um, you know, a little bit different stuff and whatnot. But um, I try and do all my training uh, kind of based on how I want to play and mm. how I need to play in order to, you know, be a successful hockey player. And so with your training program, is it, Am I understanding it right that like in the off season you're trying to get and put on as much kind of mass and strength as possible? Because I mean, what's it like through that grueling season? Are you able to keep stacking on muscle and weight through the season or do you find that you're getting like leaner and leaner as it goes along? Or like how do you kind of combat that? Yeah, um, I mean the off season for me, and I've always looked at it like this, is I want to prepare my body for like you said the grueling season and how long it is mm. um i want to make myself not prone to injuries yeah. um Nailed so it. whether that's doing a lot of hip work and mm. uh, groin work and all that kind of stuff mobility type stuff mobility yeah. stuff you know you're obviously skating a lot um using your hips and your glutes and your groin a lot um so i've been kind of doing the same baseline of workouts for you know since i've been playing mm -hmm. um it's obviously a lot harder here you know i don't have a personal trainer or yeah. Anything like that. I don't have a gym with, you know, 10 hockey players that I can go and... Sean is available if you need uh, like a... <laughs> I'm like not a available spot. to spot any of that. I saw that weight and I am not, I'm not up to that. <laughs> Come train me. Um, I can hear your heart beating like <laughs> extra fast <laughs> the second I said that. But you would talk to guys in the summer and they would go to a gym and there'd be, you know, five or six other hockey players there and yeah. um, a trainer for them and they do all, you know, hockey specific stuff where with myself it's... You know, it's kind of just me, myself and I in the gym. You know, yeah. I need to find what works for me and, you know, how I can do it right and, and whatnot. But um, but you get to choose the playlist and it's always the right music choice. You the know, playlist, yeah. And neighbours might not like it, but it's okay. <laughs> Sucked in. <laughs> um, but no, it's good. I mean, I, you know, I think it's been going pretty well this year. Uh, this year's been an, obviously a long off season, which kind of sucks. But, mm. um, you know, it's been nice to kind of build, you know, build up the, the foundation, the body ready for that new season again. Now, i got a question because you mentioned something before when we were filming in the gym there that I never realised, but after a game, like regular season NHL game, you guys are hitting the gym after that, like you're working out then. Yeah. It's blue yeah. Sean's mind. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done Do you know how tired I am after a game? Yeah, so no. It's, um, 
The reason is because you play, you know, if you're playing every second day or third day or whatever, it's, it's hard to get a good lift in before a game. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously it's hard to get a good lift in after a game too, but you can still try and maintain that muscle mass. Um, nothing crazy, you know, it's not like an hour workout. It's mm -hmm. 15, 20 minutes, but it's just lifting that weight um, yeah. just to try and maintain the muscle that you need, you know, in order to, you know, sustain the whole season. That's out of control. Yeah, it's yeah. This high level. That is that has got to be a good yeah. protein shake to get me in the mood to go <laughs> lift heavy yeah, after think, yeah, a, yeah, after need, a game. I think you need more a protein shake to get oh. you motivated for something yeah. like that, mate. Yeah, just just a milkshake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of the protein. Add more milk. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. So, are you finding are you finding that guys as the season goes through? I mean, like you're always working on it, but do you find that guys get leaner and faster as it kind of the season goes on yeah it can go you know it can go two ways you're playing 20 20 plus minutes a night you can lose that muscle mm. um if you're not and you you know you're still eating as if yeah like you are you are yeah. if that makes sense you yeah. know you always kind of want to make sure you're you know well energized in the you know the food side of things um but then don't end up playing the 20 minutes you've kind of had all those calories put in your body mm. but you're not exerting them so it's it's tough you got to find that happy medium um, you know, I've, I've had a couple of seasons where I've lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. I've also had a couple of seasons where I put on some weight, mm. um, you know, put on weight, kind of lost muscle. So it's kind of gone in, you know, the, the negative side of things. Yeah. Um, but it's all, you know, it's all playing around and you know, I play around my diet a bunch. Um, you know, sometimes I'll do, you know, a few weeks of just, you know, vegetarian, no meat. Um, you know, sometimes I'll do just meat, no carbs and I'll just, I'll play around with it, see what kind of works for me and, and go from there. So how kind of closely is that? worked with within the program so obviously there's dietitians with the team yep. um so are they kind of giving you a rough scope or are they giving you a plan or or how does it kind of work if you if you wanted a plan and wanted to you know if you if you felt like you were a bit heavier or whatever you can you know obviously approach them and say help me i need this but i think before it got to that um you would have already been approached saying listen yeah man we'd notice yeah like which is okay you know yeah. like I shouldn't say it's okay, but if you come to camp and you're not in, you're not in good shape, you know they're gonna, they're going to let you know. You need yeah, to make sure right. that you put in the work in the summer. Yeah. Um. You know to have a good season, come into camp in good shape. Um. Otherwise, you know you you kind of you're not owing it to the team and yourself to. Yeah. You know, put you guys, you put yourself and the team in the best position to win. If uh, any of those, uh, you know, getting yourself in summer shape uh, documents comes across or you see one in the gym, you want to just flick that to me? Because, you know, summer's around the corner for me and... Beach season. Yeah, beach season coming up. Yeah, beach season. Beach season. Just do a couple, couple days faster every week. You should be yeah, good. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think let's start... three days off eating. Let's, let's start, let's start you with... You can eat for three, yeah. off for four. You're on the, you're on the water diet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just water. Go eat some ice cubes. You'll be good. <laughs> Man, you'll be begging to eat a salad after that. <laughs> I'm ready. Div 2, watch out. I'm let's, coming. Let's go, baby. I'm I coming. Reckon, you're going to be like in line, national team, ready to go. Over, do, was there in line nationals this year? There was, there's in line nationals after the ice season is done. So I think it's in September up in Queensland. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I That's went to like last state, year's one. State championship? Yeah. The state one there. When's the world one? That I'm not sure. I don't know when they put a team forward for that, yeah, for that okay. sort of thing. Amazing. So let's talk more about, um, you know, because I feel like there's a lot of 
parts of the NHL that as a fan, as a watcher, that we don't really get to see. So we've touched on training, but let's kind of like run through a normal week. So like say it's Monday, you know, what's the game schedule kind of looking like and how does that fit in with not only, you know, your workout sessions, but also your home life and everything else that's kind of going on in your world? Yeah. Um, I mean, Taylor's obviously when, if we played, you know, Tuesday and it was a Monday, um, we'd probably go to the rink. If we didn't have a day off, we'd be going to the rink and doing a light skate. I'd usually get to the rink two hours before our skate, um, have breakfast there, do my warm up, do all my sticks, you know, um, check the gears ready to go and, and whatnot. And if it's not, um, you know, if I felt like I needed my skate sharpened, which they probably already would have been because, um, you know, the Blues They're got... pretty dialed in the with blues, that stuff, Yeah, right? the Blues got some of the best uh, trainers in the league. Hopefully they see this. <laughs> As a shout, shout, we will shout tag them, them right yeah. there at that shout point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, they're, they're unreal. I mean, your gear, there's nothing... Your gear's perfect every time. Yeah. And if there was anything wrong, it's they grab it and it's done within five minutes. Like, it's it's unbelievable. The, the way that they treat everyone and... Um, it's you know second to none. It's unreal, and uh, so that's that's just a touch on that bit. But yeah, go to the rink, um, do brekkie, warm up, all that kind of stuff. Tape the sticks, mm -hmm. um, get on the ice. Or before before the ice session, we do a little video session. Um, whether it was if we played the night before, yep. maybe just a little recap on you know what we did well, what we need to work on, um, and then maybe just a little practice plan. We're doing this, this, and this for practice. So when we get on the ice, we do a little warm up. <clears throat> <clears throat> and then, you know, straight into practice and we would have gone over the plan. So everyone knows what's going on. It's just boom, boom, boom. Yes. Be quick. Now that's a massive one right there. And I want to bring that up because I remember that, you know, I'm not drawing any similarities here, but I think it's important to note that your training session is completely worked out and done and everyone knows Dial the different there. drills that are yeah. going. Yeah. Because I remember uh, it blew my mind. I was coaching a women's team back in the day. And Mark Stevenson at the coaching course, he was like 10% of your training is just taken up by explaining anything on the ice. So just you have to do it. And the crazy thing is every team I've ever been on, it's like out on the ice with a clipboard. I think that's got to change. I think every training should always be it's all done. Everyone understands it. And it doesn't, yeah. doesn't have friction. to be yeah, it doesn't have to be the whole hours worth of like that's hard to remember it's hard yeah. to remember seven eight drills like that's yeah. that's tough but if you can remember three four yeah, the first three but then every day have the same three or four mm. so it's just like boom get on the or modifying just slightly yeah just so it's like all right we're starting with one a one two one three whatever yeah. yeah this is what we're doing this is what we're going with we'll get out there we'll smash that out we'll come back to the board go over the next three or four drills and then you guys are on your own 10 minutes to you know screw around and and yeah, take one time, on whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's it. But yeah, so we would skate for 25, 30 minutes or whatever. And then we'd have the rink to ourselves and guys would do, you know, we'd work on our rims. We'd work on um, shot, like whatever, whatever you want to do, tips, mm. whatnot. Um, we'd do that. And then I would hop off the ice, um, cool down, do a stretch, just kind of chill. Um, watch one of the eight TVs that we have in the locker room there. Sick. <laughs> Um, so who's the guy that runs the runs the well there's everything so the there's hierarchy? like espn one two golf channel um you're sorted that's it yeah that's, there's that's like more that's or less pretty much of the guys in the change yeah right exactly there. right there's not uh maybe nhl network will be up to i don't think the history channel is going to be maybe <laughs> no nah, not the history maybe the money market channel there we go yeah um, yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah now everything's all set up it's unreal so then you get a stretch and then it's time for the um you know jump in the sauna and the hot tub and all that kind of stuff 
That's more our style. Cold that tub. Cold tub is good Sauna, too. cold tub, sauna, cold tub. That's three cool. rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that is that one skate per day kind of thing, like on the ice once a day, and then gym is later that night or? Uh, gym would be, so it would just depend on when a game would be, whether we would work out um, yeah. that day or work out after the game day the next day. Yeah, would just yeah. kind of depend on when. And is it like whole teams in the gym together and it's like a set program or it's like um, each person's got their own? It would be, yeah, yeah, so we would have a TV up there which would explain kind of, you know, what we're doing and whatnot. Um, but say, for example, your hips bugging you, you, you know, you just be like, hips bugging me, you got anything else? But yeah, we'll switch this in, we'll move that. Gotcha. We still want to activate it a bit and, and whatnot, but, um, you know, obviously don't do that because it's going to aggravate it. Mm. So they obviously work with you. They're not just like, this is it. Um, and obviously there's guys that have been doing it for, you know, 10 plus years. This is what they like to do. And, mm. um, yeah, so if they, you know, no one's going to get mad because you're not doing the workout to a T, but yeah. obviously it just gives you a nice guideline to follow. And, um, yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Who's, uh, who's the biggest rink rat out of the, out of the team? The guy that you're like, man, this guy's just here all the time. Like he just loves it. I don't know. There's... When I, I will say this, whenever there's no Yagas, Yagas out there with the <laughs> like ankle, uh, weighted ankles, the and balls and the, and stuff. yeah, yeah, <laughs> two hours, two hours after team practice. <laughs> um, no, uh, I don't know. Everyone's pretty good. Ever, I, I will say this. So whenever the guys are at the rink, it's it's business time, and then you know, right. as soon as it's kind of over, that's that's it. You know, guys, right? They have that home. switch. They go yeah. back and forth. All right, yeah. this is the job. Yeah, Let's and do it's the job. it's fun. Like, don't get me wrong, we have shitloads of fun for it. Um, but it is business time at the same time. And guys, you know, guys go in with the fact that they want to get better. Yep. They want to learn and they want to do this and they want to do that. And they want to, you know, they want to make sure they're doing the best they can for not just themselves, but the team as well to, you know, try and get the team to the next level. It's yeah. not, it's not just, you know, you know, mucking around and all that kind yeah, of stuff. It's, yeah. It is fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's a business time at the same time. And as you well. got, and you got the chief, the big chief hanging around too. You don't want to yeah. be slacking <laughs> off around with that, yeah. with that unit. Well, when, you, when you see him working out in the gym too, you know, you probably know you should be in there at some point. He's still well. clanging and banging. He's still yeah. throwing the iron around. Yeah. I, I can no, see good, him just good. pushing some serious weight. <laughs> what a unit. Yeah. And how much is it kind of like, I mean, it's a grueling season. There's so many games. So, there must be so much kind of injury management going on through it, just like with small niggles and things like yeah. that from players throughout the team, right? Like it's not like you'll go through some of those huge battles and everyone will just come out scot-free. No, yeah. So there's obviously there's trainers that take care of take care of all that. Um, you know, same thing with the, the trainers that take care of the gear as well. They're unbelievable. If you <clears throat> if you come up to them and say, you know, I need this, my hip, whatever, it's like boom, they're straight on the case. They'll look yeah. after you, and it's. Um, you know, they got all the tools and all the bells and whistles to make sure that, you know, they can do the best that they can do in order for you to be the best that you can be. And, um, yeah, like you said, you know, there's, you can go through a season and have, you know, little niggle pains here yeah. and there. And for the whole season, it can kind of be like that. But, um, you know, if you can manage that, then it's, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely a good thing. Do you notice there's the, like, is, is it at a similar level when you go down to, because you've been up and down in terms of like a, uh, NHL, AHL, and you had a, a few games in the East Coast, is the level of professionalism like pretty much same within those sort of um, leagues? Yeah, it is. Obviously, it's harder. Um, you know, the NHL, you've got three or four trainers, mm. um, you know, a masseuse, yeah. um, someone who can come in and do chiropractory and, and all that kind of stuff. And then obviously the budget level is a little bit different, um, you know, as you go down to AHL East Coast. But it's mm -hmm. still, they still do what they can do with what they have. And yeah. Um, you know, in Springfield, for example, 
when I was there, it was, you know, the one guy was looking after the whole team. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, he's doing the best he can do, but it's, it's hard to look after 20, 30 guys and, and make sure everyone's getting the attention. The attention. Yeah. So then it obviously goes in the pecking order, right? Yep. You got, you know, guys who've been around the longest that kind of goes like that. And yeah, kind of like everything, you know, you look at work and whatnot. It's, you know, guys have been there longest, probably get more priority or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but no, the professionalism, it's always there. And um, I think just the resources, resources are not there, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. No, no, that makes sense. Like they can't, they can't have the same budget as these, uh, these top NHL teams, but they do what they can. I have been looking at it every now and then. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll have Speaking yeah. of team roles, does St. Louis, they've got a podcast team, don't they? <laughs> I mean, look, Brian and I, look, uh, we're free on weekends. You're looking, so. <laughs> looking to relocate. <laughs> Working remote, <laughs> Adlon. During the winter. <laughs> no, no, no. So, what, so, you know, you've got your training, you've got your games, and then you've got time with the fam. How many kind of days off are you getting through, like, with your schedule? Is it kind of like... Uh, or does it just vary? Like sometimes you might have two off. It depends. Yeah, like we could have a week where we got back-to-back games, say Monday, Tuesday, a day off Wednesday, and then we play Thursday, we play Saturday, and then they Whether might give a day off Sunday. Yeah, home away. Like we could get back at 2 a.m. They're like, we'll take the rest of the day off. Yep. Um, it just depends. It varies. But, um, you know, like I said, I think Taylor Taylor handles it really well. And, yeah. um, you know, she she gets it. She understands, you know, night before a game. You know, I, I can't be up with the kids if they wake up, so she kind of handles all that. And, um, you know, she's an absolute legend with all that kind and of And what's the flight situation going? Are we talking PJs or is it, you know, a little 737 or is it all blues colours or what? You We're, know? Uh, yeah, no, we fly, we fly chartered, which is good. There's, uh, we got food and food and drinks on the plane, which is nice. Um, we get looked after pretty well. It's, Does uh, it have Walker on the, on the seat? Is no, it's, it's not like that. No, we got napkins. We have napkins with Ooh, Blue's logo on, which is like good. That. A little menu as well. Yeah, yeah nice. right. Does the cutlery have a little engraving? Steal me a couple of forks yeah. with the Blue's logo <laughs> on it. <laughs> Silver ones. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a bit of that crystal that they have in. <laughs> that would be amazing. We're going to auction those off. So so I guess they must be trying to keep everything as much the same when you're on the road as at home. So, I mean, like, does it, is it a lot more of a struggle when you are on the road and like you've got games out or, or does it kind of feel the same? You know, you're all eating at the same times, you, you know, you're working out, it's just a different like setting or different gym. Kind of thing. Yeah. We're on the road. We'll say we're playing in Chicago um, on a Tuesday. We'll fly it on the Monday. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll get there, we'll go to the hotel, and then you kind of, you know, you go grab dinner with your buddies, come back, then in the morning we'll have um, breakfast allocated from spitballing times, 8 to 10, say, um, or 8 to 9 or whatever. The bus will be, there'll be two buses, an early bus and a a second bus. Um, And then we practice at 11 in the morning, a little skate, 15 minutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Go back, have lunch. Um, Most guys will nap, and then there'll be two buses again back to the rink for game time. Now, Nathan, I want to talk about gear, okay? Let's talk about gear. Yep. My question is, what is the rundown, right? You are in the NHL. 
is there gear reps from each brand or is there a, a gear person or workers within the team that kind of lines everything up and then I also want you to go into depth because you know like we've got custom skates uh, that are available through skaters and through our different partners as well as custom sticks but I mean like what are the kind of options that they're giving you at that pro level with your gear to customize um, pretty much anything I mean whatever you want done to stuff uh, you can have done it's you know they're really good with that and then if you need extra extra padding or whatever usually the trainers can you know tag something onto the side of it um i've got i've got something are there rules around that like uh, i've seen Ovi. he's got some like like weird mods on his shoulder pads and his his pants as well he's got that extra little lower back i'm sure there's something i'm not i wouldn't know the rules but um myself i have a on my shinny I got a little bit of extra padding there because when I block shots, I tend to go down a lot more on that side. Ah, um, gotcha. And I've t- I took a few pucks there. So I, I, that's what I have in mind. And um, a bunch oh, of other guys will have, you know, certain flaps just to... Yeah, a little extra bit of layering. A little extra bit of padding, yeah, just so you don't get injured and, and whatever. But. And now we obviously see that, you know, Hyperlite 2 stuff has been in some, you know, forms and different colorways, of course, but it's been in the NHL for, you know, the last season and, you know, people are playing with it. So is that like the gear reps are coming to you and say, hey, look, this is this is new or this is X, Y and Z, like try it out. And are are you giving feedback to Bauer or the different brands? Like how does how does that work? Yeah, they will um, usually bring like sample sticks and you can, you know, test them out and get a couple sent to you and, and order in your, in your curve, your flex and yeah. um, your lie and, and grip and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, every now and then, a, you know, a, the Bauer rep or a Warrior rep or CCM rep, they'll pop their head in and, um, you know, chat to you, see if you want to try any of that stuff out. And so it's not like there's like a single day when all these people come no, in with all this gear. It's like kind of throughout and then, and you can kind of call on them at any point yeah, to yeah. say... Hey, I need like some custom curves or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Say, you know, I wanted to, I want to change my blade to be a bit more stiffer. I find it's breaking down easily on me and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. You can, yeah. you can have that conversation with them and they'll just go over to their laptop and type in a couple of codes and, and that kind of changes that. That is awesome. Just tweak it a little bit, just a, just a little bit like this. I wouldn't have to bend the blades myself anymore. Like yeah, so you just say, here you go. <laughs> you just show the Bauer rep. Like I have the Cobra here and it's just this massive hook on the end. Can you mimic this? Can, yeah, can you make... I don't think that's legal, sir. Yeah, that's Next legal. question. What is... Okay. In you, every league. <laughs> okay, Nathan, you have been in Czech. You have played in the States. You know what I'm saying? You've, you've seen a lot of hockey in different places okay spangler cup what is the craziest curve you have ever seen either a player against or on your team i don't know or probably maybe ryan o'reilly's have you guys seen his dude that's literally the one that that's right it's actually pretty sick though like have you given it a crack oh maybe one time when we're doing he, he picks up pucks off the boards really well yeah and he's always doing these cool, like, one-handed things and all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And he's sick at it. So, like, I don't know. If you pick up sticks and you look at curves, that's probably the, the weirdest-looking one. And he, he knows it, too. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> But, as he, like, he's so good with it. Like, yeah. It, it works. It works he's, so well. He's, he's so the fa- good at He's the factor for out. a reason. Yeah. And he's so good at picking pucks off the wall and, and doing the, you know, the little one-handed things and, yeah. and everything like that. He's, it's unreal. And it obviously, I think, having that little knobby bit little on the top, Yep. you know maybe that 
puck rolls straight into his blade and he's got it right on his stick yeah. instead of having a, you know. Yeah, I mean, because there was a time like before P28, you know, like a real aggressive kind of toe curve when I would watch, you know, like highlight videos of Ovi and, you know, I was looking at his curve and I was like, that is crazy. And, you know, I had picked up an Ovi blade in my hand and I'd seen it and I was like, that is not as crazy. Like his one is more nuts. And then I remember watching this video of him just like heating blades and bending and like yeah. just snapping and just like throwing to the side and getting another one and going yeah. until it was perfect. And I was like, guys, my heat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my so God, good. this guy's a legend. <laughs> yeah. Cause you would have seen his curve, like his stick up for like right close. Like, did he Oh have yeah. A, a that crazy? was, yeah. His curve's pretty crazy. There's not much back end on it, but he's still got a pretty nice back end too. <laughs> I mean, I remember on that cup run, he threw a um, kind of like skating down on the boards towards our net because Netsov was coming up the backside. Mm -hmm. It was against Tampa. It might have been like game six or something. And he just had this backhand source like straight across, you know, straight across the ice to the other side of the board. It just landed straight on his stick. So he obviously Incredible. can use the backhand pretty well. Yeah. Oh, my God. How does he do it? Oh, well, he's, well, I'm going to ask you this. Do you think he's going to break the record? I mean... Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like he's like, how many goals he scored last year? It was, oh, I don't know. It was over forty, no? One. It was definitely over forty. Yeah. yeah, I think he needs like three more seasons with forty plus goals. I think. Yeah, I mean, he's it. he's too good. I don't to see not him stopping. Do he doesn't no. look like he's slowing down at all. No, which is insane. He's like his shot is still. Like he hasn't lost anything off his shot. No, like and he's still scoring goals and. Yeah. Everyone knows that on the power play, it's, it's going to be over to him for a shot. It's, it's like called Ovi's gonna, office for a reason. Exactly right. And he's, he's still scoring. So he's, if they know, like if a goalie knows the pass is coming to him and he's still scoring, like, yeah, he's probably going to break it. What What is the strategy to stop that? Because it just seems to be highlight after highlight, like in that same spot. I want to try and think what the strategy would be. But trying, I'm sure, to even, trying to block that, that shot? I'm sure a lot of goalies have... Um, going over the strategy for it but he's, he's you know he's got a great shot and that's he's got the touch that's just the way it is <laughs> and Ovi Jr's already working his way to having a massive clapper already <sighs> it's gonna be incredible I think Banks is gonna give him a runner so him Seriously. running around with a stick one in each hand just you know he's oh yeah 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 <laughs> he, was just, he was too busy throwing him around there a little, a little agitator oh he's a little bowling ball right now too oh mate so, like you. has hockey started for the kids yet, Nathan? Like, are, you, are, they, are you slowly starting to, like, introduce? We got the mini, got the mini nets and stuff. Um, you, you got one of the sticks as a mic right now. Yep. But. Brought to you by Skaters Network. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can fetch one of those online. I mean, you know, I'm not going to push them in to do anything, you mm. know. I, just, I, know, I was kind of talking with Tay. We went to, took Winnie to soccer yesterday, and she was actually pretty good and kicking the ball and... Um, you know, the Matildas won the night before, so I was like, yeah. oh, right, she can play for Matildas. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, but no, I, you know, if they want to play ice hockey and when they grow up and realize, you know, that dad played and whatever, yeah. if they want to play, they can play. If they yeah. want to do this or do that, they can do that. I'm not going to, I don't want to be that parent kind of forcing them to do something. Yeah. Now, speaking of that next generation, I know, look, you're only midway into your career right now. So, but my question is, has there been any reach out to you from Ice Hockey Australia or, you know, teams back here who want Nathan Walker as head coach or, you know, down the line, you know, 2036, you know, yeah, what, has there, is there any rumors there? Is there something I, coming I up wish, soon? I wish there was. Um, 
No, there's been nothing. No, there's not really any any dialogue with any anything like that. Um, yeah, no, it's pretty it's pretty tough to be honest. But uh, it would be nice, you know, it'd be nice to have that relationship and communication with him. But it just hasn't been there. Like get this guy yeah. as an advisor or yeah into the into the program because I mean look you're busy right now anyway with. Uh, you know, everything that you're doing, so many games, so much hockey. But I think, like, you know, could you imagine if you were on, um, you know... I would love to have him as my coach right now, to be honest. <laughs> I would love to just, just, uh, just pick up a few tips. That'd be great. Uh, if you just watch one of my AIHL games, give me a few notes. That would be great. Thanks. <laughs> how, how much are you charging? <laughs> I mean, I th yeah, I think... There's so much because, I mean, you've seen so many programs, different yeah. places, Europe, U.S., different teams. Yeah. So, I mean, that wealth. I would love to obviously help ice hockey in Australia grow and, and the kids and everything. But like, you know, like I said, obviously, you know, stuff going on right now. But, mm. um, you know, like I can still watch something and have an input if, you know, if they wanted that or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, w I would love to. I'd love to be a part of growing the game and trying to get, you know, Ice Hockey Australia to that next level and, you know, competing for a chance to play in mm. a better division and then, you know, the year after that actually competing to stay in the division and then yeah. competing to go up again and yeah. um, it would be good, you know, not just not just talking about the men's team here, talking about the under-18s, um, you know, the, the, the junior team, the women's team, mm -hmm. um, everything. It would be good to just try and bring that Ice Hockey Australia up so I've got a secondary question on that, um, is, is uh, in this one. So, like, playing overseas, playing everywhere, you know how much hockey that you need to just be consumed with all the time to keep levelling up and progressing. So for, you know, Wee, Bantam, Midget in Australia, you know, apart from ice time, because, you know, maybe they're only getting one training session a week, maybe they can train up with a team, yeah. you know, like, what else if they want to pursue this as a career, do you see as being their avenue? Like what else do they need to be doing if they want to be taken seriously yeah. and progress overseas, you know? I think just playing sports in general. Mm. I think, um, you know, if you played soccer or rugby with hockey, it's going to help more than just, you know, focusing on ice hockey and trying to get on the ice as much as you can when you can't. Mm. Um, I think if you play sports, it's definitely going to help. But then also, if you wanted to kind of veer off and do the hockey thing, um, you know, go down to netball courts, put some inline blades on, skate around for a bit. Um, you heard it here. Go, you know, set up a net in your garage, break some, break your mum and dad's windows. Yep. Like, yeah. Do yep. all that stuff. But, you know, I think... <laughs> yeah. Especially since, like, maybe they can't play in a, you know, a, a big inline league at the moment. There might yeah. be one rink here or something yeah, else here. Exactly. You know, Victoria's different. But, yeah... I'm with you. I, I reckon yeah. that is where they need to, because you've got the opportunity to spend 10 hours a week, exactly. 11 hours a week, 12 hours a week skating. If you, but yeah. um, the hockey community that is here in Australia is a, you know, a very proud one. And they do want very hockey. Passionate, yeah. Very passionate. They do want it to get better. Um, but I think there's a lot of things that need to kind of fall perfectly in order for that to happen. And I would, mm. just touching on the Ice Hockey Australia thing, I would love to be somehow embedded into that to try and push it in the right direction. Right. And me, me being in there doesn't mean it's going to get better. Yeah, It doesn't exactly. mean anything at all, really. Yeah. It just, but like you said, you know, I've seen, played in Czech, played here, played there. You know, I've been playing hockey now for 11 years, 11 mm. years professionally. 
and kind of how things work, what doesn't work. Yep. And I think if I could get embedded in there somehow and... I mean, you're a direct conduit to the NHL, like the Premier League in the world, you know what I'm saying? Training programs, different things that are going on. There's so much that can be shared. Yeah, yeah, no, very true. Yeah, so it would, it would be nice to, you know, just try and push in the right direction. Um, is it going to happen in five years, ten years? Probably not. It's got to be a long term. It's going to be plan. a very long, yeah, very long process. I mean, the the basketball and soccer programs here in Australia, like they took time for them to develop. Like the the A League is at like a good spot now, but when it first came into the league, it was it was struggling. Yeah. And NBLs, you know, they they have crazy crowds now yeah. as well. So. Um, also, you know, competing in the Olympics and have some guys that are playing in the in the NBA as well. Yeah. They have a, a structure and a program set up for those guys to to have a clear path. That, okay, if I'm at a certain level here, I can go here, and then that'll give me the opportunity to get seen to play yeah, college exactly or right. yeah. overseas. So, um, I think that there are like good examples of sports that Australia probably weren't really that known for that are now. Because they've kind they're, of they've put in the time and the resources yeah, and right. and yeah. all that sort of the facilities set in place to to have an environment for those kids the the good um, and the kids that are, that do excel yeah. they there's no ceiling above them they can just keep excelling and keep yeah, excelling right. along yeah, the way yeah. um, but unfortunately just with the, how our sport is there's going to be a lot of upfront cost for that to sort of fall into place to allow that environment to be nurtured. Yeah, um, no, you're right. And you're right. just going back on how you've had your, you know, your path has taken you all, all over the world. If you were to do it again um, and you could plan your sort of development in certain uh, leagues or environments, would you go through the check route again and then go to North America? Would you go directly to North America? Um, thinking like re- retrospectively, yeah. would you have taken a different path or? I don't know. It's, it's hard to say now. Um, you know, if, I'm, if I was sitting here, uh, you know, haven't played a game of hockey in the last five years, I'd probably say, yeah, sh- yeah. should have gone to North America. Gotcha, yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in a pretty decent spot now and, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't have changed anything right now looking back at it. Yeah. You know, I think where I am now um, is good. You know, obviously, I haven't made... You know, eighty million dollars in the NHL. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, it is what it is. Reality, not that kind of player. You know, I'm not. Yeah. You know, first overall draft pick. I'm nothing like that. Um, you know, could I have been if I went to North America? Probably not. Yeah. You know, that's just the way it is. You could have been lost within the shuffle there. Exactly like, right. Like you don't know, right? Like yeah. where I am now and what I've done and going to check and coming here. I'm happy with that and. I mean, technically, that is the uh, proven route. So if you are 13, <laughs> check now. <laughs> Book your flights. Kale yeah. <laughs> Costa, the ball is in your court. This yeah. is, uh, see, see. Shout out to him, though, because he's, he's doing a great job over there as he well. Is, yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, because I mean, you had the – I felt like when you went over there, because I'm a few years – for people at home, I'm a few years older than, than Nathan, so he was always playing up in my age group. Um, so that's why we've sort of been sort of close growing up. When you finally went over there, it was like that was like such a massive deal for all the guys that were still back home in Australia. Go, oh my god! Like he actually he got actually to go went, over yeah, there, yeah. and like not only just got to go there, like they saw that he was good enough to play. And then you started playing up in age group, and then you sort of 
shot up and got your opportunity with like that Spengler Cup situation yeah, that yeah. sort of put the spotlight on you it it sort of felt like for me as a as as someone that you know was was close to you like it sort of felt like it was like there was a path there was like a clear path for you that you were just sort of already going through yeah um what what has felt like the most surreal moment from your path i know there's a lot of things that you hit but what was the most surreal moment that you just looked around and go this this is my life like it's pretty yeah. cool um I don't know. Like you said, there's been so many. I mean, obviously the first training camp when I went to Washington and you see yeah. Ovi and Backstrom and yeah, that's like a... At that Welcome time, to the league moment like a, type thing. Like a, well, yeah. Shit, you're on the ice with these guys now. And then, you know, that kind of that kind of wears off because you're, you know, hanging out with them every day. Because now he's just, yeah, he's, he's like, just, cool, right, yeah, he's just a teammate. Yeah, and then um, the next one was being on the ice and get given the cup, lift over your head. Like, that was like, holy shit, that's crazy too. Like, you dream of this. That's it, yeah. Um, and then it just kind of, you know, that, I'm not going to say that became the normal, but then you're hanging out with those guys all year and that was that. And then, uh, I yeah, I don't know, like getting to play in the playoff games and then, you know, you see you're up against Crosby and he's in the corner with you. Like Dude. when you're younger and you haven't played much NHL, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. And yeah. then like Getting now dangled by Latang or some shit yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, like, I mean, like, like that yeah. was cool. Like, yeah. And then... You know, you play in the league for a little bit, you play some more games and then um, something else. You see, you know, you play against someone else, cool. And then yeah. you play the whole season, you play against this guy, this guy, yeah. this guy. It's um, it's cool. Yeah, like you said, there's been a lot of surreal moments, but the big one, I think, was my first camp when, you know, you, know, you see Ovechkin on the same ice sheet. He just yeah. walks past you in the hallway like, yeah. Jesus. And you can see like... That's Ovi. Do I say like, hi now or later? <laughs> <laughs> you see like all the young rookie kids and the kids from rookie camp and everything. When you're that young... And then now you can see it when you're older and you see guys walking past like Ryan O'Reilly, like yeah. Braden Shen. And, yeah. um, you know, the list goes on down to the whole, the whole lineup. You see them now, now that you're older, yeah. you see them walk past and go, oh my God, that's... that's yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I wish you were saying about me, but it's, yeah. actually, it's, actually, me, it's actually me saying, yeah, that's... Hi, I'm Nathan. That's uh, Ryan over there. <laughs> he asked me to go sharpen the skates for him. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, but it's yeah, you can you can spot yeah. me at the gym, kid. It's yeah. alright. I'll be in there in half an hour. Yeah, no, but it's good. Um, being older now, like going through that, it's cool. Because I, you know, I've always been a big fan of helping the younger guys out. Because I always got help when I was young. Yeah. Um, off the older guys, so it's funny now seeing guy. There's guys in Washington, um, you know, that I like Taylor and I actually kind of look after a bit. Um, and you see them now and you know they're married they've got kids and it's kind of cool because cool, yeah. we kind of took them under our wing and showed them the ropes and they're doing the same thing now with the other younger guys and um, it's like when I was in Springfield for the year there was a couple of younger kids that I'm not going to say I was looking after but you know would keep an eye on just to make sure you know you, if they needed you, anything yeah. that I could try and help them out they and, weren't fully adjusted quite yeah, yeah, they, yeah. to like that yeah. pro lifestyle so and, just if you know it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy, but if they just needed help with anything or mm. um, insurance for their car, how to set up their gas bill, of course, yeah, um, little things like that. You yeah. know, I, I try and help them out because they're all little stresses that you don't need, and yeah. it's cool to see you help those those kids out then. And then, like I go to camp now and I'll see them and they'll be, you know, all fully grown up. And yeah, it's like yeah, it's cool like, to see. Oh, them. that's cute. Man. That's um, awesome. No, it's nice. And then obviously you run down. All the, all the old uh, Hershey guys, when I played in Hershey, you see them in Washington. And, of course. Or yeah. they're still in Hershey or they're on different teams around the league. And yeah. it's cool to see them 
you know, kind of taking that role now to looking after the rookies on their team. That's sick. so it's it's good seeing the younger the younger kids and the younger you know generation come up. It's cool. That's unreal. And it must be cool because, I mean, you've got connections throughout the league from where you've played. There's always kind of somebody that you've played it's against, like know community. from... It's like two degrees you know, of separation. You know, even yeah. even in that league, you're, you're still connected with kind of everyone. And I guess it must be a, a really... Like, obviously, there's massive rivalries in the NHL, but there must be so much respect between teams and kind of, you know, a good camaraderie between everyone, you know? There is, yeah. Like, you'll, you'll chat with your buddies after the game and say hello and, and everything, but... Uh, now, the moment you kind of step on the ice, it's you know it's game on you. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. no friends. You can obviously have a joke when you're skating back to the no bench or whatever. Sticks but or, yeah. yeah, like yeah. a little a little smile, or whatever. But um, no, you never you know you're never going to give anyone an inch of ice. That's for sure. Yeah. Damn, Damn straight. I love slashing friends, honestly, <laughs> across the top of the skates. Is hardest ones I slash. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to get one up on your mates. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, it was, oh, yeah. That's always yeah. the best. Like that. That feels like the the biggest battles there. Speaking of friends, like who have you, you know, been able to like rub shoulders or meet cool people um, along the way during your pro career? I know you played in San Antonio for a little bit, probably saw a bit of the uh, the Spurs play with uh, Paddy Mills. I think was he there? Yeah, yeah. He the actually time? gave me a jersey, which was pretty cool. That's sick. Yeah, we, yeah. we traded jerseys. So that was cool. Um, I mean, there's been plenty of plenty of cool cool dudes I've come across along the leagues and everything. Do you have a preferred league that you like to watch other than hockey? Not really, no. Nah. I mean, if, if the NFL's on and it's a Sunday, you know, I'll watch some games or whatever and hang out with the guys, you know, have a couple of beers and, and whatnot. But um, I've just gotten into watching golf, really. Okay. I never used to really watch golf. Love playing it. Yeah. Never really got into watching it. Gotcha. How is, how is the golf game? <sighs> it's coming along, okay. but it's not, it's not great. It's, great. it's definitely better than mine, trust me. <laughs> it's not yeah. great. Yeah, I, I don't get invited out sometimes. Really? No, just kidding. I get, I get embarrassed sometimes playing though because they're like they're all hitting it really straight, and then mine just goes. Is it? Is it? Is there like a lot of rivalries between the team, like golf wise? Like, cause every uh, like obviously everyone's playing golf, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably ninety five percent of guys play golf. Yeah. Um, not that I've really noticed. I don't think everyone's quite modest. They're like, oh no, you you're really good. When like maybe they're better, but they're just yeah, like saying gotcha. you're good. Yeah, they're trying to like rope you into like yeah. a couple of like cash games yeah, or something. Maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Right, just I just I stay away from 50 that. 50 bucks a hole, let's just I ain't playing any, any cash games. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, you get, especially, you'll get rinsed. The only way I would do that is if, is if my teammate's really good. Gotcha. I'll play with him and be like, all right, yeah. you need to dial it. I'll give you like 10 good shots the whole day and that's it. <laughs> that's it about it. Yeah, I need you to dial it in because I'm not dialing it in. I can't. <laughs> Are you guys playing any like golf courses when you're on the road or anything? Like, is it um, day off or is it kind of more? Not really. Stuff? It's yeah. too hard. Yeah, I yeah. think trying to get away, play golf, and then play the next day is probably not yeah. an ideal thing to do. Um, that's kind of hard to do. But but there's a few like charity events around and like different St. Louis Blues. If there's like two or three games, but two or three days in between games, yeah. you can maybe sneak out a round or two. But um, usually when I come home, I'll just you know I'll hang out with the kids and. Yeah take him to the park and do all that fun stuff. Yeah. You're trying to get him out to like a sandbagger? We should we should do one. Seriously. We could play at a public course. Yeah. 20, 20 bucks. Yeah, you can see all our terrible shots yeah. in 4K. <laughs> 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 you can see how uh, bad we look. That'd actually be quite funny. We might be able to tee something up. See if uh, get Adlon to cover that one. <laughs> I think we could. We'll see. We'll see. I got a card. We yeah. can get it done. <laughs> so Nathan... Halfway through your off-season, or more, 
when you're heading back over, what is the plan? Like, are you going back into preseason camp or like, do you go back to a, a, a different training routine or just tell me how it's going to roll out in the next month? Um, heading back early September. I think, uh, I'm not quite sure when camp is, but I'll be there a couple of weeks before um, camp kicks off. Just, you know, stacking on the ice a bit and training just because it's, um, it's been hard this off season skating and whatnot. But mm. uh, yeah, I'll be heading back um, early September and, you know, gearing up for the new year again. That'd be awesome. So in that kind of first part of the season, is it just you can get ice kind of whenever you want and there's different coaches there or you can just work on your own skills, your own things that you want to do, the gym's open? Um, it'll be more of like a captain's run, I guess, if you will. Um, you know, some guys will just run a practice. Yeah. And then we'll probably scrimmage at the end of it and just try to get up and down the ice and, um, you know. Just get, get your the, legs going. Get the legs on, yeah, get the blood moving and, and everything. And then uh, guys will stay on and do extra work and, and whatnot and all that kind of good stuff. What about for, in terms of your own personal, obviously the goals to do well as a team, but for, your, for yourself, uh, are you looking at this season with any sort of particular personal goals in mind that you would like to hit? Um, I mean, obviously stay healthy, I think is number one. And, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, obviously being, being with the blues would be good all year and, yep. and all that, all that kind of fun stuff. And then, uh, you know, obviously score some more goals, you know, they had two last year, so wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind scoring a few more of them and, um, Still just more than any of us. Just, yeah, that's it. That's a big two. <laughs> that's the biggest two you can get. I'm sure we're going to get two in the AI, so, um, but yeah, no, just be healthy, and then uh, you know, obviously, just just try to have a good season, and then uh, make playoffs. I think is a big one too. Now, I mean, we've also got something interesting happening with the NHL and Australia. I mean, the global series coming out. Yeah. You know, what do you think about that NHL coming to our sunny shores? It's going to be great. Um, I mean, they could they could have put a game in Sydney too. That would have been good as that well. Been nice. That would have been nice. It, um, no, it's going to be it's going to be unreal. I think bringing the NHL to Australia is. Um, you know, just open up a can of worms. It's gonna be, it's gonna be sick, and hopefully, uh, this isn't the last time they do it. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully, this could become a yearly thing, maybe, where they come down and bring, you know, a couple of different teams here and there, and it would be good. I think. Um, I know you, you. You said you're going down to the games, right? Yeah, I'm going to the Saturday game. Yeah, so it'll be. It's gonna be unreal. Um, and I think for people to see that atmosphere and how tight the rink is and how physical it is like I you know you see it you see it overseas and you go to it and it just captivates you straight away so I really hope that you know there's thousands and thousands of people the same same, you know it might sound a bit silly but the same like light show the same yeah organ player like all that kind of stuff like bring that full-blown environment to Australia. Get the whole experience exactly that comes right. with an yeah. NHL game. And, it, you know, obviously people who have seen AHL games and then go and watch this game can have, no offence, but obviously... Oh, yeah, no, trust bit, me, I'll be there. And it'll I'll be like, a little bit different going to a game in Australia than going to an NHL game played in Australia. Yeah. I think it will be... Um, very eye-opening. For very a lot eye-opening of, for a lot of people, yeah. 100%. And hopefully it, cap- you know, it, it captivates a lot of people and... Um, they get involved in hockey, whether it's through their kids or they just go and watch a game and um, or tell their buddies at work, whatever. It'll be, it's going to be good. It's going to be good for the sport and it's going to be good for hockey in Australia, I think. I'm excited. What about, have you heard any rumours about St. Louis coming uh, down under anytime soon? 
Maybe I following you? What? If I had anything to tell, I would share it with you, but I don't got nothing. Okay. You're asking him like he's We've got no yeah, hot takes like right now. Maguire, yeah. like he's a yeah. hot oh, yeah. insider. There's got to be an. He's uh, in the board uh, meetings. There's the got to be a player's <laughs> email or group chat that's just like spitballing the newest stuff. You know, I know that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, they definitely need to do it uh, uh, more than just once to, to yeah. really get the uh, the interest going because yeah. you know, not everyone will be able to have the opportunity to go. You have a lot of the people that come from the hockey community, they'll be able to see yeah. and some of them will be non-hockey um, players but maybe just enjoy the sport um, from the periphery. I think that if, it's, if they do it a few more times, it might it might get that massive exposure. But yeah, this is like, I when, when I heard the news, I thought it was a hoax. I thought it was... I thought it was a big G up when I first heard it. You like, sure, it. surely like, not. Like, I was like, what? Since when? Yeah. And then it actually. Why? Yeah. Well, yeah. What? What's, never what's, what's, yeah. what's going huh. on? In Australia? Yeah. What yeah. What's, what's, what's the play here? No, it's cool. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Um, obviously, there's two good teams coming down too. So it'll be nice. Lots of, lots of talent on both teams. So it'll be good. Yeah. That's, that's it'll be good to see cool. them, you know, up close and, um, you know, see the physicality and how fast it actually is. And, and everything will be it'll be a little bit different than watching games back here in Australia. That's for sure. It'll be good. No, they're just not. As <laughs> no, athletic. that's we gotta cut some of that out. <laughs> no, it'll be it'll be great for the sport. I, I think that you know we. Best league in the southern hemisphere. I just put some glass on every rink. That's what I was. That's what I was getting at. That'd be good. It's yeah. sa- it's more safe. Yes, yes. It's more safe. Yes. Guys getting hit. Yes. Especially when you're tall like me and you just get folded yeah. in fine, half. It's fine for guys like me because my head only just reaches <laughs> over the boards. And if I duck, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I remember a couple of guys trying to bury you when you played for the dogs that <laughs> one year. And it was, yeah, that got cut pretty short when, when oh, Whitey yeah. started flying in. Yeah. To save I, had the a couple, day. I had a couple of big fellas looking after yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, he, he can play, but like, we've, don't worry. We're going to have a couple of guys on the ice to make sure he'll be. He'll be fine, regardless. So I uh, I saw that you were at a at a Sharkies game the other week. So big big Sharkies supporter. Yeah, I don't mind the Sharkies. Yeah. When uh, when I was younger, I actually played for the junior club. So I've you know they've always had a little piece in my you, heart. You I know guess, a few guys would. on the team. What's that? Do you know any guys on the team? Um, no, not not where I could you know dab them up or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I did actually when uh, Dukes was playing. I was I, I knew him. I liked him. I got along with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I went to a game when they played. Who did they play? They played the Dragons. And it was like two minutes in, Dragons go in. And it was just like, Dragons, Ooh. I think we're at the bottom of the table. Ooh. Like, oh, no, it's going to be tough. And it's then just went boom, boom, boom. I think the Sharks like blew them out of the walls like 50 to nice. 16 or whatever. So that was good. Um, and when you were watching, could you be like, I can still play? I can slide in the lineup. Uh, How's it go in the change room? Like when the boys walk around and you're like on your phone, like watching the Sharkies game. Like they're like, yo, this in is the great. Just, don't get the phone wet, guys. Is that yeah. the fifth TV? Is that the yeah. fifth one? Is like one. Sharkies? And I was just like, I might have to what up, is going on? I might have to put on KO Sports and log in and get the Sharkies game on. One That'd be bit. great. They would actually love that because they, they all think that rugby, and I think it is too, I think rugby is such a tough sport. Yeah. And... But you talk to rugby players and they think ice hockey is such a tough sport, which yeah. they both are. But we're not we're not skating at each other, tackling each like no, yeah. I, it's. I have so much respect and so much time for rugby players, what they put their bodies through and what they do. I think is unbelievable. Um, same with the union players. I think yeah. AFL is pretty tough too. Yeah. I think a lot of the sports are a lot tougher than what 
you they can give see like, on TV. Yeah, they give them credit for, really. Yeah, because, I mean, you go to the game, like, we were lucky enough to have pretty decent seats. Um, thanks to my brother, he actually shouted us. I'm shy financial planning, thank you. Um, <laughs> you just hit the he, link uh, in the top right corner there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, but, yeah, he, he got us seats, and we were lucky enough to be, you know, four or five seats back from the... Um, from the field and you could hear the thud you could hear him hitting when they, and it's like what well, it gives you like shivers down your spine it's crazy right. nathan let's uh well i got two questions okay yeah the second last one brian you've got questions obviously maybe as well if i do i'll let you know if it's if it's better than my question yeah. if it's, we'll cut if it's and not switch better then i'm tapping out all right nathan the second last question is if you could sum up your hockey career so far in three words, what would they be? That's an interesting Eternal. One. I would, I yeah, know. I like fun. It's been fun. It's been exciting. And it's going to be more fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three hockey players trying to come up with synonyms. Uh, What's another word this, for more fun? We do not have enough battery in the camera to now, come. Now, the last, question, the last question that I do want to ask Nathan, and this is a serious one. Final uh, question of the podcast. What has been a better experience, going on Spit and Chicklets or coming on the Hockey Life podcast presented by Skaters Network? Serious question? Yeah. That's it. We're out of time. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks for your time, buddy. Appreciate it. Cut, 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 cut. Huge shout out to Nathan for coming on the podcast. Absolutely awesome uh, catching up, hearing some of those different details about professional hockey and playing in the NHL. As well as that, just want to say huge shout out to everyone who has been listening along, dropping comments, uh, liking, subscribing to the podcast. We really appreciate all the support. We're getting better every week uh, and we're really looking forward to some great interviews coming up. So stay tuned. Tell your friends. Thank you for listening. This is the Hockey Life Podcast.